So we've been talking about the really kind of disappointing scenes that we saw from Granville Street in downtown Vancouver on Halloween. And it is behavior like that that we know that is causing a lot of problems all over the world and other countries. Take a look at what's happening in Europe, France, Belgium. Germany, Austria, they are all under some form of lockdown once again to varying degrees. The UK about to enter one as well. So we thought, let's check in with what's going on there. Joining us now is Shane Woodford, freelancer in Denmark, of course, former CKNW reporter. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Let's talk about what's happening in Denmark, where you are. What's been going Mm on? Well, COVID here is essentially a runaway train, Simi. It's just crazy how fast the situation has snowballed. I'll use two examples. I think the last time you and I chatted was roughly about two weeks ago. Uh, In that conversation, I specifically mentioned that Germany and Italy had been sort of outliers and holding the line while the rest of Europe kind of went up in flames and infection cases went, you know, soaring skyward. Well, in the two weeks since you and I have chatted, both Germany and Italy have had massive explosions and seen some of the highest numbers they have ever seen in the pandemic yet. And as you mentioned, uh, Germany now is among four nations going into a lockdown, including France, which went in on Friday. Germany's begins today. Uh, England goes in on Thursday. And as of yesterday, Austria has also announced a lockdown and Portugal is about to declare a national health emergency. Uh, the numbers we're seeing in Europe, Simi, quite frankly, are stunning. What happened? That's a good question, and I don't, I don't know if I can give you a finite answer on that. I think as I sort of mull it over, the one big factor, I believe, was just letting our guard down, um, trying to go back to sort of a quote-unquote normal. Um, you know, again, when we were here in the summertime, it was almost like that sense of fear, that sense of caution, that sense of like, you know, this invisible enemy is out there and we need to be scared of it, kind of evaporated. You know, the sun mm-hmm. was out, the weather was warm. People were once again kind of jamming the pubs on the, you know, the pub balconies on the streets. People were out shopping, all that kind of jazz. And I think that we just forgot to be scared of it. And coronavirus here in Europe has reminded us very, very quickly that we need to be fearful. Uh, Let's talk about Sweden as well, because what's really startling to me and what tells you how much has changed is they are changing their approach to this. Yeah, Sweden, which, as we know, has been sort of a hands-off approach uh, using sort of strong suggestions. We don't, you know, we ask you to do this, we ask you to do that, as opposed to countries like nearby Denmark, where I am, where they said, okay, we are passing laws, and you cannot do this, you cannot do that, and if you do it, then you're going to pay a heavy price. Uh, Sweden has now changed that approach. They're seeking to restrict the movement of their citizens, specifically in public transit. They brought in local restrictions in some of the hotspot areas. Uh, to put it kind of in historical context, I mean, I was looking through my notes on Sweden the other day, and this honors Tynell, who's the chief epidemiologist in mm-hmm. Sweden, told the Financial Times in the spring, and I'll quote here, in the autumn, there'll be a second wave. Sweden will have a high level of immunity, and the number of cases will probably be quite low, unquote. Now, Simi, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of last week, Sweden had a combined 8,428 virus infections. <laughs> peaking with 3,396 on Wednesday, which is the highest the country has ever seen. By some fluke of mathematical luck, Simi, that is exactly to the case, double its first wave peak in June 24th of 1,698. Infections are going up all over the place in Sweden. They've up, I think it's about over 400% now in the last two weeks in Stockholm alone. So that whole plan, the one that they, you know, were they were going their own way and they were going to do this differently, sounds like it didn't work. Yeah, and uh, there's been a big investigation uh, that Newsweek and the Time did 
that basically, you know, piggybacked on some Swedish journalists that got access to a treasure trove of emails, uh, etc., from uh, Mr. Tynell and others. Uh, I mean, the government and health officials that basically were brainstorming a herd immunity approach. Now, in the media, they've kind of played that down a bit, although Mr. Tynell has said time and time again, oh, it'll be a byproduct of our strategy. But their strategy clearly has not worked. Deaths in Sweden are much higher than, you know, Denmark, Norway, Finland combined, roughly double right now. Their cases are even higher than that of the countries combined. I mean, their deaths are actually nine times that in Denmark. And where in the summer they said, listen, guys, our strategy is working. It's a long-term strategy. We can stick with this for years. That's that's what they were saying. Now they're throwing that out. They're introducing restrictions. The idea that Sweden could develop some sort of magical immunity and survive a second wave better than anybody else, that myth has been absolutely shattered in the last week. Oh, boy. All right, Shane, thank you so much for the update. Yeah, always good to hear from you. You guys stay safe. You too. That is Shane Woodford, freelancer in Denmark, former CKNW reporter, giving us an idea of what's happening in that part of the world. And it's not good. We're talking country after country, once again, going into some form of lockdown. And in the UK, that lockdown, which begins in the next couple of days, is pretty severe. Uh, and they're in really bad straits there. They, they Essentially, it needs to be done France has some, Germany, Austria going back into it, Belgium going into it as well. And then you heard the numbers from Sweden. Their plan didn't work. I had so many emails in the springtime and through the summer about, look at what Sweden's doing. We should do what Sweden's doing. That has failed totally and completely. And now Sweden is also going to have to change their tactics as well.